In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Genesis chapter 27, verses 26 through 29, where I'll ask the question, how did Isaac bless Jacob? Genesis 27, verses 26 through 29 says, Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him, and Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Jacob and Esau do not have a good relationship. That's fair to say, and I think all of us know that. We know that Jacob and Esau are like fighting. They're like rivals. They're constantly at each other's throats. They're very different people. They like different things. And the parents sort of favor one more than the other. So Isaac loves Esau, the firstborn son who's out there catching all of the deer. And Rebecca, she loves Jacob who's there in the tents and farming. And it's a tense situation between them, particularly because Jacob cheats Esau out of his birthright. And now at the bidding of his mother, he goes to Isaac and steals his blessing as well. So here are three thoughts from Genesis 27, verses 26 through 29, answering the question, how did Isaac bless Jacob? Thought number one, deceit. It's a deceitful practice that takes place here. And it's Jacob who goes at the bidding of his mother and dresses up like his older brother Esau, wears his clothes, puts some animal fur on himself, and takes some meat that sort of seems like the kind of food that Esau would bring in before Isaac in order to get the blessing. You see, Jacob wouldn't have received the blessing if not for deceit, if he hadn't cheated, he wouldn't have gotten the blessing because Isaac loved Esau the best as the firstborn son. But it is the Lord who is ordaining that the least favored son, the second born, the one who is not of significance, he is going to be the one through whom the blessings of God continue, even though it all happens as a result of deceit. Thought number two, provision. The great blessing that Isaac gives to Jacob is this blessing of provision, the blessing of dew from heaven, the blessing of all of the food that he can eat. This is the promise that he gives to him. He's like, you're going to get all of this great blessing. The Lord is going to care for you. And as he cares for you, you're going to gain and all of this wonderful provision and all that provision equates to wealth. So Isaac is blessing Jacob and saying, you are essentially going to become wealthy. You're going to have power and significance and you're always going to be provided for by God. This is the blessing that he passes down. It's a great blessing. It's a wonderful thing to hear. It's really kind of troubling that it happens as a result of Jacob's deceit. Thought number three, authority. The great 
blessing that Isaac gives to Jacob is one of authority. So he promises that he's going to have all the provision that he needs, but he also promises that he's going to have all the authority that he could want. That there are going to be people who come and serve him, that he's going to have authority over all sorts of different folks, including his own brothers. And this is one of those things that really had to drive Esau absolutely crazy and make him totally furious because now he is going to have to serve his younger brother, his younger brother who is not a superior man in terms of integrity because he has cheated to get the birthright. He has cheated to get the blessing. He has been deceitful. And this isn't necessarily who you would think would end up with this position of authority, but that's exactly how it all works out. And there's something for us to learn here in this blessing that Isaac gives to Jacob. And it is this, the Lord blesses not necessarily on our character, not necessarily on the things that we do, but the Lord blesses in accordance with his own purposes that he is bringing about in the world. So while there are promises that along with obedience comes blessing, we also have to recognize that that is not the only thing that can prompt the Lord's blessing. The Lord will bless in accordance with his own purposes in the world so that his own decrees may stand. And this, it turns out, is a beautiful thing because it's through the line of Jacob that ultimately Christ comes into the world and offers the greatest blessing of all to those who would hear. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Genesis chapters 24 through 27. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.